Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And Lindsay, today we have a pretty notorious location, I would say, in terms of ghosts in a hotel in the United States. Okay, that's exciting. I don't even know where we're covering this week. This is a place that definitely embraces their ghosts. On the website itself, it even lists out 12 specific ghosts that they recognize as haunting their hotel. I'm trying to think where this is. I think it's in Texas or something, right? It's not. There is one kind of similar in Texas. Oh, okay. But it's not that far away. This is actually in Arizona. It is in Flagstaff, Arizona. It looks like a pretty decent place, but it is definitely haunted. There is lots of activity here. This is your haunted holiday at the Hotel Monte Vista in Flagstaff, Arizona. So this place, Lindsay, is actually off Route 66 in Arizona, and it was built in 1927 with public funds. They decided we want to build this pretty nice hotel here in Flagstaff, and it actually was not that popular with tourists, but it became very popular with the locals there. And thinking about when it was built, it was actually built during the Prohibition times, which is, I feel like, a lot of the places that we cover. And they had a very popular, successful speakeasy when they first opened. It was actually the most popular one in all of the, the city of Flagstaff. They were making tons of money, people coming in, getting their drinks, you know, undercover. It did end up getting raided a few years later in 1931, and they were actually shut down completely at that point. I mean, come on, let the people have their drinks. (laughs) I was going to say, what a bummer. (laughs) Right? So they did get shut down. They were raided, but they were able to reopen after Prohibition ended. So that kind of started them back up as a hotel. In the 1950s, it was actually very well known for celebrities to stay there, in particularly because they were kind of surrounded by different areas where they started filming a lot of Westerns, a lot of Western movies. So it became a popular location for people to stay, and probably the most famous of which is John Wayne. Stayed there at least once, maybe a few times while he was there filming. It's also known because apparently in the movie Casablanca, there is a hotel room scene, and that was actually filmed in one of the rooms of this hotel. Oh, how cool. That's like a classic. Yes, total classic movie. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it because I've seen it, but it's been a very long time. For me too. Yeah. So let's get into some of the not so good history. Now, there, of course, based on the time when this was built, you know, there was a lot of bar brawls and stuff like that going on in the place. But in the 1940s, and I don't know that this is true, but the hotel even has it on their list of things. So it kind of makes me think it is. 
And a lot of hotels would not <laughs> advertise this, by the way. I'm so curious. About so what? in the 1940s, apparently in room 306, somebody brought back a couple prostitutes from the area. Mm-hmm. And they were actually murdered in this room by being thrown out the third story window. What? And they died. Both of them died by being thrown out the window and so like i said i don't know that this is true but the fact that the hotel kind of advertises it like most hotels would never advertise such a thing oh i agree i mean a lot of these hotels and especially some of the nicer ones they're a lot more skittish about talking about some of their haunted or like violent history but so that's interesting that they're like oh yeah guys we had some prostitutes get killed on the third floor guys I have never seen that before, honestly, at a at a hotel. Okay, so the other thing that happened here, this was in the 1970s. And apparently there were three men that robbed a bank in Flagstaff. And on their way exiting the bank, one of them got shot by the security guard. But they thought, eh, I'll be fine. Like... I was shot, but it's not that bad, I guess. I'll walk it off. Yeah, I'll walk walk it off. And in the meantime, in order to walk that injury off, they decided, let's go celebrate all this money that we just stole from this bank. They go to the Hotel Monte Vista, to the cocktail lounge, and decided, let's have a celebratory drink. This is a bad idea. Well, the guy ended up bleeding to death before he actually even finished his first drink. Oh my gosh. And well, okay. So it wasn't the blood thinning of the alcohol that did it. He was just on his way to death. I mean, yeah. He okay. he died. I was thinking, right you there. know, it's a blood thinner. Like, why that's the last thing you should be doing. True. Very true. I don't think they were thinking that way though. Right. So you know, it wasn't the information age back then about, you know, blood thinner alcohols. <laughs> you didn't have all this stuff at your fingertips back then. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so anyway, so there's another death that happened right there in wow. the hotel bar. I mean, it had to be messy. Can you imagine being the bartender serving that dude a drink being like, hey, it looks like you, know, you got some kind of wound happening here. Like, You're bleeding to death looks to be. Yeah. The next thing that happened is in the 1980s. We know of one other person that we can confirm passed away here. And he was a long-term resident, I guess, of this hotel. And he was known for hanging raw meat from the chandelier of his room. Oh, my gosh. To me, that's a violation of the lease, right? (laughs) I would agree. That's just wild. Okay. Well, he ended up dying in the room, but nobody noticed. So he was discovered several days later. I'm wondering if, like, I mean, the smell from his room regularly was probably disgusting because he was hanging raw meat. I wonder if that's part of the reason, like, nobody even noticed he died. Yeah, I don't know. That's possible. I mean, I mean, if he was doing that all the time, maybe there was an odor, although isn't there, like, dry aging, like, of meat? Like, maybe this is kind of a normal thing. I have no idea. Maybe one of our listeners is like, oh, yeah, that's very typical (laughs) i don't think so i don't think so either but i'm throwing it out there you just never know about these things 
This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine-tangling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. Okay, so we've talked about some of the death that has happened at this hotel, and God only knows what other stuff has happened here. I mean, that's the stuff that they're advertising. Like, who else knows, right? But here's what I will say. I mean, it's not one of those places where it's just, like, endless death. We talk about some of those, like, prisons and stuff like that where there's, like, thousands of people that are dying on the property, But, I mean, the amount of ghostly activity at this place is pretty startling. There is a ton of ghosts and apparitions that you could have the potential to see here. In fact, there is so much that we won't even cover all of it. We'll cover most of it. We'll cover the primary stuff. But there's a lot of just other random ghosts at this place. And like I said, the 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 hotel itself actually says they think there are 12 ghosts that they've identified on the location. The first ghost sighting at this hotel was actually in the 50s by John Wayne. No way. Yes. That's incredible. So John Wayne apparently saw what looked like a bellboy in his room wearing a red coat with brass buttons he said it was a very friendly encounter he was not scared at all he actually said it was a friendly ghost and he talked about it which is fascinating and what's really crazy is this bellboy is one of the more common experiences that people still have to this day at the hotel Well, that's the type of full figure operation you want to see, right? You want to have that friendly encounter, you know, full body apparition. Right. And so sometimes he's seen in the room. Most of the time, actually, the bellboy is actually seen on the second floor hallway outside of room 210. Now, room 210 also has a kind of different encounter with the bellboy, where people will be asleep and they will wake up to a knocking on their door and they will hear a voice say, room service has arrived. They'll go outside the door and nobody is there. 
Huh. And they think it's this bellboy. I mean, it could be. It would make sense since he's seen outside of the door. Right. The other thing that I saw that was kind of interesting is apparently this hotel tries to avoid people with dogs staying in this room because dogs will go crazy barking in here and sometimes they just like tear the room up to shreds. So they're like, "Eh, if you have a dog, please don't stay in room 210. So this place is pet friendly. I think it might be based on that, right? Or at least was at one point in time. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. But that's that's so interesting. I wonder what... I mean, I always think animals can see spirits maybe more so than we can. Yep. No doubt. Now, the other thing that is seen in the cocktail lounge is a dancing couple. And these are people... We don't really know who they are, but they are wearing formal wear they're seen dancing and they're smiling and laughing and just seem to be having a grand old time now we don't know who these people are but i wonder we always talk about ghosts that go on vacation i wonder since they're having such a great time maybe you know when they were alive this was like their favorite place and they decided to go back in the afterlife i mean who the heck knows they've gone on a holiday It's possible. (laughs) It's kind of a hilarious theory, but you just never know. We we really don't know how this stuff works. All we can do is is say what our experiences are and what other people's experiences are. And so, well, just like the the Stanley Hotel, like there's not any real recorded desk there. They think that it is simply people want to go vacation there in the afterlife. They enjoyed it. Either that or, I mean, there's some other theories. There's no doubt about it. But that's one of the, one of, not even all of the places that we've had that same type of theory. Wolf Creek Inn, that's another one. So, I mean, gosh, who knows? So interesting. We also discussed the bank robber who was shot while they were escaping and they decided to go celebrate in the lounge. Well, of course, they think this bank robber is haunting the bar area. And apparently when people go in that work there to open up the bar for the first time in the morning or during the day, they will hear a voice say either hello or good morning and they think that it is this bank robber saying hi they also experience here bar stools moving on their own and drinks even moving and sliding across the table or getting knocked down well that would be cool i feel like kind of being celebratory and like we won we got the money maybe that would like bring it out because this guy was in a good mood you know, up until he died, I'm sure, right? Now, while most of the ghosts here are friendly, there is something that is a little bit more ominous. And the hotel describes this as the baby in the basement. They have no idea who this baby is. All they know is they will hear a loud baby crying coming from the basement And it will terrify their employees so much when they're down there that they, like, scramble running out of there when they hear it. That would be terrifying, especially if there's this notorious baby in the basement situation happening that you know about. And then you hear it for real. 
I mean, I have kind of chills thinking about that kind of thing taking place. It would, it would freak me out, no doubt. Well, one of the other things that I read, and this was not on the hotel's website, apparently some people working there also report that there is a very tall shadow man that is seen in the basement as well that will like stand behind them and make them feel like really uncomfortable. Like it is supposedly a very dark feeling in general. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it's like the shadow man imitating a baby or, ugh. I mean, we've heard of like demons pretending to be children and that kind of thing. I mean, but why a baby? Like that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. That seems more like a residual thing that was left there like an impression that was left or it is a and i'm just saying this because it's interesting or it could be a demon that is trying to lure somebody down there to say oh my gosh is there a baby down here like oh my gosh that's terrifying lisa like let's hope that's not what this is let's hope not (laughs) okay Now, the most active room in the hotel, apparently it's been even featured on the old school 90s version of Unsolved Mysteries. And this is room 305. They say this is by far the most active room in the hotel. The activity isn't nearly as frightening, I think, as some of the other activity. But you probably will have some luck experiencing something in this room. Apparently, there used to be somebody who stayed in this room a lot, and it was an older woman, and she was regularly seen in a rocking chair in this room, staring out the window for hours and hours on end. Well, apparently, this has continued in this lady's afterlife, because in the rocking chair in this room, people will see the apparition of this lady regularly sitting in that rocking chair, And in fact, if the staff move the chair away from the window, like let's say they're vacuuming or just readjusting the the seating arrangement or something, that chair will move back to the window on its own accord. Mm, That's kind of a, I mean, I would love to like set a camera up and test that theory. I like it. Right. That is something you can definitely test. And they also hear knocking coming from inside the closet of this room a lot that's creepy yeah now the next ghost let's talk about is the hotel refers to him as the meat man and i knew that's what you were gonna say i knew you were gonna say meat man (laughs) the meat guy the guy that was hanging the raw meat from the chandelier that passed away in the room he passed away in room 220 And there's a lot of activity, I guess, that happens here. But one of the more famous stories was a maintenance worker had gone into the room to do something. They left the room, turned off the lights, locked the door, came back a few minutes later, opened the door to find all the lights on, the bedding stripped off the bed, and the TV blaring as loud as it could go. Interesting. That's a poltergeist kind of thing. Totally poltergeist. Now, what people experience most of the time in this room is they'll come back to find the TV on or the TV will turn on on its own. And also, which is so creepy, apparently people will feel 
cold male hands touching them in their sleep. Ugh. Very creepy. Nobody wants to feel that in no. general. No, that's like, yeah, not a fun. That's like a Me Too movement type of situation going on at this hotel. <laughs> yeah, the meat man needs to back off, it sounds like. Yeah, no doubt. The last haunted room that we are going to cover in this location is room 306. And this is where those two prostitutes were supposedly murdered by being thrown out the window. The most common feeling that people have in this room is simply just the feeling of being watched. And it's just like a very uncomfortable feeling, I guess, in this room. Mm -hmm. Now, men that stay in this room apparently have a different type of experience a lot of times they will wake up in the middle of the night with the feeling of a hand on their throat choking them and another hand over their mouth and they like can't breathe when they wake up that's really scary well they think it could be the two prostitutes like seeking revenge on mm -hmm. men like trying to you know go after whoever their murderer was i mean maybe but still terrifying absolutely i luckily we're women we'd probably be safe staying in that room Now, this place looks pretty decent. I will say their food situation looks like, aside from the ghosts, one of the best parts of this hotel. They obviously have a cocktail lounge where you can see ghosts and stuff like that, but they also have a restaurant called the Lotus Lounge, which is a Pan-Asian restaurant that serves sushi, and it looks like oysters, and it looks legit delicious in all of the photos that I saw. Now, aside from the restaurant, the actual rooms themselves, they I would not describe as like your Holiday Inn Express comfortable with comfortable bedding and like, you know, a lot of those places they have like the white, really comfortable mm -hmm. bedding and nice white pillows. That is not this location. Right. Holiday Inn Express is kind of like our standard great comfort level that we're happy with. And then it just goes up from there. Absolutely. Know? Right. Or yeah. down. But I mean, that's kind of our rating scale. That's like our. Yes. We're happy I would, with that. I would say this is definitely a step down from that in terms of comfort. Now, don't get me wrong. To me, it looks clean. It looks like decent. It doesn't look completely uncomfortable. Like, there's definitely been places where I'm like, oh my gosh, like that would really suck to sleep at this place. That is not what I'm saying about this place. But it just, you know, the bedding is like weird and yeah. yeah. It's not your normal, like really nice, like white plush bedding. Exactly. But the pricing is completely reasonable. Okay. So you can do like what they call an economy shared bathroom situation at their lowest end of the price range and that is $85 a night approximately so pretty good deal I mean that's a fantastic deal I've heard that Flagstaff is really really nice 
I mean, I've got friends that live in like Phoenix and Flagstaff is really a destination that people go on vacation all the time. It's supposed to be beautiful. Yeah. So to me, $85 for kind of a vacation destination is pretty darn good. Now, I don't know about these shared restrooms. You guys all know my feelings on that. So that's all I'll say. But $85 is a, is a great deal. And it just depends on what your comfort level is, right? Now, the to have your own bathroom, that starts at around $100 a night. So not that much more. And that's things like a full-size bed. Queen-size bed is a little bit more by a few dollars. For a king, it's only like $120 a night. And the most expensive room that I found, which was called the Junior Suite, was only $150. So there was no room in this place that looked crazily priced. They all looked pretty economical. Seems to be in a good location. They have good drinks, good food, and it looks relatively comfortable, but not like five-star fancy. Right. So a good comfortable place to stay at a reasonable rate in a in a really nice vacation destination. With lots of ghosts, which is really what we're looking for. Absolutely. So the Hotel Monte Vista sounds pretty haunted. It sounds like a place to go check out if you're in the Arizona area and you're in Flagstaff. So I will book a room if I'm in Flagstaff. <laughs> sounds fun. So I do have a great email this week to read from Diane. She says, hello, I just wanted to let you know that my sister and I just love this podcast. We look forward to the new shows each week and have fun discussing and sharing our sharing our favorite episodes. Lastly, I want to share that I've been to New Hope, Pennsylvania many times and have visited the Logan Inn for Mother's Day brunch. I didn't have any ghostly encounters, but the food and Bloody Mary were fantastic. It's a beautiful building with amazing history. Highly recommend it. Keep up the great work. Diane. I love a Bloody Mary. I know. That's why I felt like I really needed to share that email with everyone because Lisa is a huge Bloody Mary fan. So guys, it sounds like at the Logan Inn, you're going to have great brunch, really good Bloody Marys. And if I remember, that was the location where when I called to get some more information from them about ghost tours, the lady who answered the phone and worked there was so friendly and even allowed me to share some of her personal ghost stories on the episode, which was really cool. A lot of places don't do that. They, you know, which I understand as well. Right, right. Well, I love getting these little tips from our listeners who have been to some of these locations, just like, yeah, go for the brunch, go for the Bloody Mary, that kind of thing. So that way, if any of you guys are looking at booking that or going to visit, definitely check that kind of stuff out if you guys have any recommendations if you guys have been to any of the places we've covered or even have recommendations for future episodes make sure to reach out to us go to yourhauntedholiday.com hit contact us and send us an email through there you can also reach us through facebook instagram twitter and we're even on youtube so come check us out um, if you're enjoying the show make sure to give us five stars it means a lot to us and also help us grow the show if you're really enjoying it recommend it to your friends and family and spread the word you guys have a great week and thank you for listening stay safe and healthy everybody mm-hmm.